Hi guys, welcome to the Schofield Stories with me, Calm Schofield. Every show we're going to have some incredible guests, all with one thing in common. They've all got a story to tell. So sit back, get ready for some laughter, tears and a little bit of stamina activism here on the Schofield Stories. My guest today is Ao, a well-known figure amongst the stammering community, dedicated to helping people who stammer by being a co-founder and speech coach at Stop Holding Back, a personal development charity for people who stutter. I know they've got some big plans for the future, and I can't wait to find out more. You may also recognize Ao from the TV series, Eat With My Ex. This is going to be a good one. Welcome, Ao. Hey, hey, Callum. It's great to be on your po- podcast. I really appreciate it, mate. So thank you for having me. That's no problem. So let's start with Stop Holding Back, such a big part of your life. Where did the idea come from to start something like this? Yeah, so Stop Holding Back, when it first was born, it was just a WhatsApp chat group which helped people who was on a programme so I would help people who didn't really get enough support. So I made this WhatsApp group for them. And it was just a WhatsApp group for about a year. And then it got larger and larger. It actually got to almost 200 people. And then wow. I asked other people to help out in the WhatsApp group. And then we thought, you know what? We're helping so many people. Let's actually do something with it. Do something with this. Yeah, so was there ever a moment then when you realised further down the line that you would be a registered charity and things would have got as popular, you could say, as they have now? Not really, no, not at all. It was funny because what really allowed me to think bigger than just the WhatsApp group or just me on my own helping people was a chat with a person I helped dad. So yeah. the person I helped was Chris Jackson. So I spent a lot of time with him, me and him working together on his speech for about four or five months and he improved so much. And one evening, me, Chris, and his dad, Steve, were just having a chat about stop holding back and where it could potentially go. And he said, you know what, Ayo? We just start a charity. Yeah. <laughs> and we laughed at first. We're like, what do you mean a charity? How does that work? And then he explained to us, and, and me and Chris decided to form it together. Yeah, I was say, obviously, I know Chris is a, another co-founder of Stop Owning Back. So it's, that must be really good for the people you help to show that two of the co-founders, you know, you helped each other, really. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. Chris was like a big experiment for me and Simon Bailey. So, so Simon Bailey was another key figure. He's another key figure in Stop Holding Back. He's like, he's our mentor in a way. So he's been helping people start for 20 plus years. So Simon told me what to do with Chris and I went and did it for the most part. I did some of my own stuff and Chris improved so much 
I improved as well because I was coaching him. So my speech and confidence improved as well. And then we just went forward. Yeah, that's incredible. Huh? Really is. So what's it like to be a part of? Because, you know, as you said, you can clearly tell you've got a good sort of like close vibe, you could say, between the, the three of you and start on back as a whole. The truth is extremely difficult extremely difficult and if me chris ruben simon bailey tom wheeler the mash sermon if we did not have the passion this would not work because it takes a lot of passion and drive to do this it's not about becoming famous or earning a lot of money because there are a lot of roadblocks to get a charity off the ground and there's a lot of situations where we have to perform, communicate, speak to people who can help us go to charity, people, people from all sorts of backgrounds. And we have to be passionate about what we do or else it's not going to grow, it's not going to work. So it's very difficult to just set up and run a charity. It's definitely not easy but it's worth it <laughs> yeah so like how long was the journey of setting it up and what was some of the roadblocks you said about a whole year we applied you uh, had to wait a year <laughs> oh, wow. we had to do stuff you had to make a business plan you had to get a, talk to a fundraiser so he could help us talk to the get in front of the right people to pitch the charity idea you had to get approval from the commission you had to fill out a long, a long, long application and, and speak to accountants. Man, yeah. it is crazy. And we were doing this when, at the time, I was working on the railway. Like I said, it was the passion we all had that has made this come alive. Without the passion, this, this would have died a long time ago. Yeah, that's what you need, isn't it? It's all good having the idea, but if you don't have the commitment and the group commitment, then you're a bit stuffed, you know, really. And we're still at the baby stage. We are very much a tiny charity, but yeah. we are having impact on a lot of people. We're just trying to get more awareness and funds into the charity so we can actually reach more people. So have you got any hopes for the charity in the near future, next couple of years? What sort of like your aspiration out of the charity? Yeah, so our first commitment is to release our video program, which I don't think has been done before ever. It's basically what Maguire does, what Starfish does yeah. with, but it's in a video format with a stop holding back, um, frame around it because we have added a ton of more stuff which we use which has which has not been seen before it's a lot of stuff that's very new there's some concepts in there which is very new but yeah. these concepts we have tested and proven and it's helped us and the people that we work with for so that's the main thing we're trying to focus on to get out the video program which should be released all over the world so, it's, so it can reach people who can't afford the high costs of these programs which are out there. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's not, it's really good. And you're giving people the options then. 
like with Starmer and again, we just need to reach the people who don't know about it, really, as you know, we both know it's something that's not talked about enough at all. Yeah, exactly. So awareness is another thing we are really huge on. The awareness. So we actually have a podcast now, which we stream to Facebook. That that is a daily podcast, which and that is something we do have our own time as well. Is trying to spread awareness about stammering, stuttering. Yeah. So um, obviously you you do this in your not spare time, but do most of you have work as well? Do you have jobs alongside of this? Mm. So how is it? So trying to <coughs> balance that. Yeah. So. Ruben works in a corporate environment. Very, very corporate environment. He's always busy. Chris owns a company. He's on business, which is very busy. And I run an agency. So all of us have (laughs) very busy lives. And at the same time, we have to provide for ourselves and our families. But because we have so much drive in this, this will never die. This will never go away. And we always, we we always come together and find time to do stuff on the back. Yeah. Is it ever a challenge, obviously, balancing your personal family life, the charity, and your work life? Yes, it is. A hundred percent. Yeah, because I'm so passionate about stuff on the back. I would like to spend all of my time, actually, doing that. But I can't. Not right now. And I also have a girlfriend as well, so I have to be very careful. Yeah. <laughs> I have to make sure I, I spend time with her, so she's very important to me. Yeah, so, I have yeah. to keep her happy as well. Have to. <laughs> you have to keep them happy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So moving away from the start holding back, what's your journey with your speech? So if we go back many years not many years i don't i'm not calling you old at all sorry but go back a few years i'm 29 i'm 29 (laughs) (laughs) so my journey man i have no idea the first time i I started so i've just been starting all of my life but a key moment happened when i was 13 and i was in my English class, and I had to read out a poem. So I couldn't read out this poem on first attempt, so I had to go out with a special teacher, special needs teacher maybe. Um, We went through this poem over and over again for that 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes. So once we had did that, I had a bit more confidence, and I thought, okay, I can get this out. So I went back into the classroom, had the page of the poem in my hand, looked down, and I knew it. Yeah. That's when it hit me that I have a proper bad stutter, and I couldn't say a single word, even after all that per- practice. And from that day onward, I knew, I thought at that time that I was screwed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, that's when it hit me the hardest, because before that, I wasn't put in that situation where I had to speak out in front of people at 13. So that really made me really self-conscious. And that 
actually from there it went pretty much downhill yeah. until I hit I hit twenty six. I was about to kill myself because I, I, I'm cutting a really long story short. But I, yeah. I, so from thirteen to twenty six, my life was hell because of my star, and I decided to kill myself in December. 2006, 2016, 2016, yeah. But for some reason, I didn't, <laughs> which is great. Well, yeah. And at that point, I decided to make a decision to fix to fix myself, I thought at that time. Yeah. So I joined a program and that changed my life. And then I left that program and I've done other things now to become even more improved. Yeah, so you said you had that well, spiral of negative moments. So was that all down to your speech? Was it because you didn't have the support there or was it other people making fun, you know, the normal stuff that this people down there come across? Hmm. So I have never been made fun of, I think, because of my stutter, stammer. Yeah. I can't really recall a situation where someone's actually taking a mick out of me severely because of my style. That's never happened. Yeah. But it's more about me, how I felt, because I've always had big dreams and big ambitions. So I've always known this. And I could be wrong, but this is why I believe. I believe that if you want to get anywhere in life, you have to have decent communication skills. If you want to get anywhere in a high position or do something, you have to be effective when you're speaking to people. People need to understand you to some extent to, so that you can actually, actually communicate and understand each other and, and become friends or build relationships. Yeah. So, that, so knowing that is what made me feel really, really bad about my start because I couldn't do that many years I would always hide not talk not meet people because I thought my stutter was the problem but it really wasn't the stutter it was more of how I felt about the stutter yeah that's incredible it really is and it just shows how something you know for some people a stutter would mean nothing they wouldn't think it's a big deal at all but it really can be Yeah. yeah, it really can be. But it's because of how you feel. It's not, of course, if you have a really, really, really bad stutter, you can't say a single word. Okay, then you have to do something. But for the most part, people who stutter can actually talk. They can actually talk. And yeah. having good communication is not being fluent. It's not stuttering. That's not good communication. There are a lot of people who are fluent who can't, can't communicate for nothing. So yeah. it wasn't about the stutter, it's more about me understanding, working with my stutter and still becoming a, a good communicator, despite yeah. it. Yeah, that's, but obviously now you come across, well, you're a speech coach, co-founder of charity, you, you do come across as someone who is in full control of their speech, but that's not always the case nowadays either. Yeah, yeah, I am not at all definitely not in full control of my speech all the time definitely 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 not i struggle like 
anyone else. I just use some techniques, which we teach on Stop Holding Back, but more than the techniques, man, I swear to you, it's all about breathing for, for one part, yeah. staying as relaxed as possible, which takes per practice. It takes a hell of a lot of practice. I'm not saying you can do all of this just by hearing us talk about it. You have to actually go out there, spend sometimes years, honestly, like there's no shortcuts to learning how to control your stamina. Sometimes years, mate, and you depends on how much effort you put in. So breathing for me and just talking more, man. Just keep talking. Eventually, yeah. you will slowly stop caring. You will slowly stop caring the more you talk and the more you stutter as well. You, you slowly stop caring. And that's the key, in my opinion. I, I completely agree. I think when you can stutter without worry openly, then that's when you know, yeah, I've actually done all right. There's a common misconception that we go on these programs, on these charities, and we're cured. Just like that. I think that's what people with a lot of knowledge think. You know, they're curable. But it's not like that. We know that. And like you said, it's just yeah. having the confidence to talk. So, and what I want to ask you is, how long did it take to transition into this mindset you've got now? And what was the journey? Two like? years. Two years, yeah. Two years, mate. It takes a long time. Yeah. All of this stuff about you can do it in what three days or five days or a month is is it's yes you can understand in your head what works but to actually feel it and do it for yourself and to and to maintain it for yeah. years and years to come that takes literally years and that's what people don't talk about the effort the actual blood sweat and tears you have to decide to commit to you as an individual as a individual have to decide you can't give up because you're going to go up down up down up down 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 up down 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 up 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 <laughs> and yeah. then you're stable exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah that happens <laughs> yeah. it's, it's literally as you said it's, it's not you know you could go work with the charity go on a course and you're fine you, you go you go leap on some bounds you know there's always things people can improve on. You're always going to have bad days, bad weeks. But it's, bad months. <laughs> yeah, it's a learning curve at the end of the day. because It's too easy to slip back into old habits. It's a lot easier to say, I'm going to go back to how my speech was, how my mindset was, than thinking, no, I'm going to push through this challenge. Exactly. You're totally right, Callum. You have to... So for me... What I try to do is, if I'm very fearful of a situation and I know for a fact I'm going to start, I just be with that feeling. I don't try and block it out or try to think of a million techniques. I just No, I just try to accept it. Okay, I have a stutter in that moment. Breathe into it and just speak. And if I stutter, it's fine. At least, at, at least I'm... I took the action. Yeah. The result is not important, stuttering or being fluent. It's all about you, me, taking the action to do it, do it anyway. And that's where I saw the most improvements, by do, talking more, not being afraid to talk, stuttering yeah. or not. So was there any moment 
in recent years when you actually you've reached acceptance but things are a lot better than they were with any pivotal moments like that um uh, yeah the first big moment is when i actually left the the program that i was on and i was on my own yeah. and i had to carry on <laughs> yeah so imagine imagine you had all of this support structure around you all of these people had your back and because you went off and did your own thing helping other people you lost all of that so yeah. i was literally on my own and i had to make a decision am i going to sink or swim so i just took what i learned and persevered and i suffered a lot i had many setbacks i started a lot more but i just kept going and eventually i got stronger as a person my character my mindset because i I was like, wow, actually, you know what? I don't need to be dependent on anyone. I can actually do the work and improve my, all by myself. And yeah. that's self-coaching, not being dependent on anyone to save you with your speech. When you can do that, I think you're better off. Yeah, definitely. Is it having that 50-50, and it's good to have the support, but if you're not there in your own mind, then... It's not going to work in the same. You can try everything, but if you don't have the support and the knowledge, then so it's important to get that balance. But the main thing I want to ask you is not related to your stamina or anything. When you appeared on TV, eating with my ex, I I'm gonna I'm gonna put a bet on the majority of people, stammers or fluent would not even get paid to have a meal with their ex. So what made you think that you should crack on with that? <laughs> Man, it was, I wanted to, well, the truth is, honest to God, truth is, me and her, <laughs> we agreed to go on there to, to promote what we do. So I went on there to promote Stop Holding Back. She yeah. went on there to promote her yoga teaching. That's oh. Anya. So she was a she is a yoga teacher. I think yeah. she's did. I'm not sure. So we agreed to do that. Let's go on this show and promote ourselves. But what happened is when we got to the dinner, it got it, it got real. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it got real. And it had all these people watching us, or the cameras watching us, and it got real. And yeah. we had a real conversation. But our intention was just to promote what we were doing. And what's not the not what's what is not um what's the word i'm looking for what i did not enjoy was the fact that they cut off a lot of the charity stuff yeah so me and chris chris recorded a, a segment before the dinner where we're talking about stop holding back for like 20 minutes yeah they did not use a piece of that footage so oh, no. i was actually annoyed yeah i was actually really annoyed at that but it, it came off well it came off well and it did help raise awareness for us and stammering. Right. Yeah, definitely. But how was the feeling when you're thinking, you know, obviously talking openly about your stammer can be a worry, but talking about it on TV, that's like a massive step up. So how was that yeah. the build up to that? If I'm honest, I'm very, very, um, straightforward yeah 
and direct. I, I, I know that I am not going to be on this planet forever. I will eventually die. So for me, my mentality, and this is actually part of Stop Holding Back, our mentality is we have to live now, not tomorrow. And if we're scared of something, that's a signal to do it. Yeah. If we, if we feel fear about doing something that is not, that, that, that is not, that will not kill us, then let's do it. We should do it. And that's the mentality I thought about this this show. Just to go on there and if I start start out a lot, it's fine. At least I'm gonna learn about myself and understand why I've been triggered so much and why I'm stuttering. But yeah. I was on there and it went all right. So I guess I'm I'm improving. Yeah, yeah, definitely is I've watched it, I'm guessing lots of people have and you came across well. Uh, so this was a plan to ask, you know, I could always prep, but then you say something like, it yeah. don't go to no, plan go for away, you. Go on. Yeah, so. Ask anything you like. Yeah, what was it actually like when it started moving away from the promoting ideas then? On the... <laughs> yeah. When it got, like, it got real. Got, yeah. Man, I was nervous. I started sweating. Yeah. I, I, didn't, I didn't know, man. I had to really, like, I was present, if I'm honest. I was just present. I wasn't even thinking about stuttering or how much I'm going to start. I was focused on, wow, I'm stuck here. Yeah. I wasn't thinking about, wow, I'm going to start. I was thinking about, what am I going to say to this woman? How, we, how am I, how am I going to like not, not be killed on yeah. national TV here? <laughs> yeah. I wasn't thinking about stuttering one bit. So, yeah, it, yeah. it was very tough. <laughs> yeah, she started asking questions and she's like, like yeah, yeah. she say something like, Yo, I'm a beautiful young woman, I deserve to be taken out. If you watch back, she said that, I started laughing. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, wow, Anya, man, you're, you're really honest. <laughs> you're, you're not holding back. You're, you're literally not, like, you know what, in a way, in a way, I do respect her a lot for saying that because yeah. that shows her self-esteem. She has, she has a lot of self-esteem, so she knows what she's worth. And I think a lot of people will say, "Oh, she's, she's, she is on her high horse, yeah. or she's arrogant." No, in my opinion, this woman has high self-esteem, and she's not afraid to say, "This is what I'm worth, and this is what." I deserve. So yeah. in a way, I respected her for saying that. But in the moment, I was laughing my head off. Like, wow, yeah. she, she's very brave. You know? yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was a bit stunned. <laughs> yeah. So did it end or as you expected it to? Or, um, it, Yeah. It, as I expected, I'm not, I'm not sure. Because our plan was to promote what we do, but it just went less. So it was very awkward, it was awkward at first. When, we, when the dinner finished, we hugged. We were like, yeah, it was nice, and then that's it. Yeah. <laughs> but then we spoke. We spoke again afterwards, but it was just like very a bit formal. It was just very weird. Yeah. But that was a that I, I did see her again, and we actually did a podcast together. Oh yeah. That's on YouTube somewhere. It's yeah. Somewhere on YouTube, but that was it. I saw her twice after that, and that was it. 
never saw her again, really. Yeah, but it was an experience, you could say that. It was a fantastic experience. And you know what, yeah? yeah. Once that came out, I had like another like 10 different requests to go on other shows. All right, yeah. But the, sh- but the shows, man, were like proper horrible type stuff, like stuff that I did not agree with, stuff yeah. that would help, 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 help the people I'm trying to reach. More vanity stuff. And oh yeah, that stuff I'm not into. I'm into. I'm into actually helping people. And um, but once that show was over, a month or two later, I found my girlfriend. So I couldn't do that anyway. No, <laughs> no, definitely. Not. Yeah. So I, I see. I love this. I had. You know, we went back and forth planning this interview. Then you throw one curveball, talking about what happened and how it didn't go as we expected. Yeah. And all my plan has gone out yeah. the window. We're, we're going off on one, but. No, Is it great. as you thought it would be? Um, whether that's for you two or with your stutter, or the, was it as you mm. thought, you know, the little experience? In terms of my stuttering, I thought I would stutter a bit more. Yeah. But I I don't know. I just I stayed very present. I didn't try to anticipate the words too much that's yeah. really really hard to do man but i yeah. tried not to and that helped me yeah so what was it like filming because obviously um they knew that you had a step there. was there any concerns from like the film crew or anything like that or just the fi- the film crew were like you're a really good speaker you start oh really i was like yeah, yeah. man <laughs> yeah. i do start up bro like i'm not lying yeah because, yeah, because I, I was using a lot of te- techniques, and at that point I was practicing a lot. Yeah, I was practicing a lot, so my mentality was really strong, and I was. But again, if you don't practice, you start to dip. <laughs> so, exactly. yeah. so, you know, exactly. <laughs> so that happened as well. Yeah. But at the time, at that moment, I was really strong yeah. with my speech, oh. much stronger then than I am now. That's, yeah. If I'm honest, because right now I'm just, I'm not caring about stuttering as much. Yeah, but that's not a bad thing either. That's exactly, and that's not a bad thing. I feel like right now I express myself in a better way because I'm not speaking, trying not to stutter. I'm just speaking. I can speak for longer and get more connected with the person I'm talking to. Yeah, when I'm not thinking about starting, yeah, it's a weight off your shoulders. So, will we be seeing you on TV again? If it, if it's for the right cause, yeah, but not Live Island or any of that rubbish. No, no. Oh. <laughs> you never see me on on stuff like that again. That was doing that show, that type of stuff. I, I didn't, it didn't, yeah, it was good awareness, but it's not really for me. I rather do something that's that will actually help people, help yeah. people's mental health, not just promote being bad or naughty or all that type of stuff. I'm not interested in that. Yeah, and well, like you said, you've still got the experience of it because you know we're not all year forever, and, and you're not going to think, "Oh, I wonder what it would have been like." Exactly. So that experience, I've got it now. I've got it now. So I'm happy with it. Yeah. 
Yeah, so what's next for you personally then? You talk about what's next for Scott Owen back. Have you got any plans yeah. or well just to expand my personal business, which is social media advertising. I do that for for small for, for clients and companies, small clients, big big clients. So that's my main focus, just to expand myself, help more people, and to really expand Stop Pulling Back. That's where, that's the, the project, the side project yeah. I want really to grow. So we now have a branch in Finland, which is really cool. Yeah. We got, we got, so we got a guy in Finland who has his own support group. Oh, we wow. helped him, now he helps people over there. And we just want, so basically this virus has hit the world and I see it as a great opportunity to create stuff that's online, more so doing more podcasts like this, group podcasts and this, yeah. reaching as many people start around the world as possible and, and creating a big, big community of people who start. Yeah, and that's what we want really is personally for me i've got a blog and i know that my pages are viewed by people i think it's 20 something different countries and i mean us africa asia south america all over the world and it's it's quite you know mad to think that we're bringing these people together because of our stand because of something that we might have thought was a bad thing at one point yeah having a star is only bad if you feel that is bad, yeah. the stutter itself is not bad. It's how you feel about it. And that goes for just anything in life. It's how you feel about yourself, self-love, self-esteem, self-confidence, all about how you feel. So I try not to feel bad about stuttering as much as I can. Even though, if you, are, if you ask me, Ayo, do you enjoy stuttering? I would tell you point blank, I hate stuttering. Yeah. I, that's the truth because I'm maybe direct and I don't lie. I hate stuttering, yeah. but I I understand that it's part of me and I have to work work with it, or I will feel bad about it and that will affect my mental health and it will affect the things I can achieve in life. So I have to work with my stutter, not fight it, not hide it not pretend it's not there. I have to live with it. Yeah. Oh, you're literally inspiring me there. You know, that's really, yeah. you bit the nail on the head. Like, that's all I can say. It's us. Yeah. That's it. Like, yeah. Cheers, Cameron. Cheers, yeah. A lot of people are afraid to say they don't like stuttering, but <laughs> I don't like it, but it doesn't mean you don't accept it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I sound completely the same as I'm quite content where I am now with my speech. Just hosting a podcast is pushing myself out of my comfort zone. So that's why I'm doing it. But then if someone said, you can take this pill and you never stutter again, I think <laughs> keep a change. You know, it's like... Yeah. <laughs> Mate, uh, sign me up. Sign yeah, me yeah. up. <laughs> so this is the thing, yeah, definitely sign me up. Like, I, I've learned so much from stuttering. I, I get it. But I don't, but stuttering is not me. Ayo, stuttering is not Ayo. I am not stuttering. Yeah. I... My personality is independent of what I do sometimes, which is stuttering. So if someone said, you can take a pill and get rid of it, I, I will pay them 10 grand, mate, give yeah. me that pill. 
Because yeah, I don't need I don't need stuttering, but I stutter, so that's okay. <laughs> exactly. So, <laughs> so my main question, I ask this to most of my guests, have you got any highlights, whether that's to do with stuttering, yourself, work, personal, have you got one pivotal mm, moment yes. that sort of sticks out? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And that is the day I met my girlfriend. That, yeah. That's Angelica. Angelica. The day I met her changed my whole way of thinking of what what is what is possible for me and for my future because she's yeah. very spiritual she's open-minded as hell she's very she, energy she's got a lot of energy and she always hopes for their best and when i met her i was at point maybe i was all right but when i met her she blew my mind and I'm so grateful and happy I have Angelica yeah. in my life. Yeah. <laughs> you weren't expecting that, was you? Oh, not at all. <laughs> so, um, this is a question that I have to get asked. It's well, mm. how do you sort of talk to her about your stamina? I know a couple of young lads, they aren't sure when to tell a girl or yeah. vice versa that they've got a stammer in case it changes their opinion on them yeah. so what was that like yeah. for you the advice i would give anyone is just to say it straight away even what helps for me is talking with technique so i would always show it anyway yeah i would always use some te technique and introduce myself in a weird way not weird it's not weird but using technique so they can clearly see oh he's a bit different but I, What's important is your your expression on your face. So when you're stuttering or using technique, if you're doing it and you're looking sh and you're and you're under and, and you're giving off someone who's scared, nervous, or ashamed, yeah. that's what the woman will see. They're not going to see what you're saying. They're going to see and feel how you're feeling about it. So if you're yeah. stuttering and you're smiling on your face. They're not going to care. Yeah. That's the. It's how you feel about it, man. Yeah. Not the stuttering. Yeah, I say that's sort of advice for anyone. If you approach someone and you're nervous or scared or unhappy, then it's not going to work, whether you got a stutter or not. <laughs> really. Whether you got a stutter or not, it's not important. It's how you come across, yeah. and that's what I did. I just, I was happy to be to, to meet her. So I was so happy, smiling. That I didn't care about stuttering. You just have to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just have to it's not it's easier said than done i know that oh yeah absolutely saying it's easy it's very difficult and um, for a lot of men starting <sighs> starting is, is painful for us at the early stage when we're just trying to work with it but if you can find support people like yourself people like me and we can also just support each other that would help yeah, so your girlfriend, she was accepting, obviously, that she's still here. <laughs> and, um, yeah. Yeah. So how did you sort of, did you, did you have to explain what a stutter is to her? Or... Yeah, eventually, yeah. In our first conversation, I used some technique and then I just quickly told her in the first like five minutes, I told her I have a speech impediment. 
uh, literally get it out the way as quickly as possible. And if the person, female, male, does not accept you, that's their loss, mate. Yeah. That person's not yeah. for you. And goodbye. Yeah. It's as easy as that. As Even though it's quite a daunting task, thinking back, whenever I've disclosed I have a stammer, I've never had a negative reaction. People are normally very supportive because you're doing something because there's something about you and you're trying to overcome it or you have overcome it and people you know you know they respect that some people are very interested in that 100% Callum the more you talk about stuff you have been through with people you come across more normal okay yeah. so people think people at the top are special people they have no no bad family drama, no family drama, no bad history, no fears. They think all these celebrities are people who are just like aliens. No, yeah. they're just like me and you with all their problems. So if, if you're in a position on a platform, the more you talk about how, how you are like the person who's looking up to you, the more reach, the more... Um, yeah, the more reach you're going to get because it's the truth. We are humans yeah. and we all have the same problems. No one is perfect, man. No one. So just oh. be honest and you reach more people that way. Yeah. yeah, that is cracking advice, which sort of brings me on to the last question I had. Have you got any advice or wisdom to share to anyone, really? <sighs> hmm. The number one advice, I guess, for people who stutter that I would give is the stutter itself is not what is holding you back. It's really not. What is holding you back is how you feel about your stutter. So if, so if you can meditate on that and try to understand yourself understand why you feel so bad about your stutter then you can start to make some real change yeah, yeah that's brilliant advice there so yeah well thank you so much for appearing on the show it's been a pleasure getting to know you and having a laugh i want you back on the show just because i really enjoy myself to be honest so i'll put that yeah. out there and i'm sure my listeners are gonna feel the same have you got any Last words before you go. Well, I just want to say to you that I think you're doing a great job doing this podcast and we need more people like yourself who have the courage, who have stammers to do stuff like this. We need people to start to be on TV, doing podcasts, being on, doing all sorts of things, entertainment, everything. So that in itself will help the community and, and help us not feel so bad about us stammering because we see other people on platforms not 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 being afraid to come out the closet yeah <laughs> you know yeah <laughs> because i said it better that's what we need to do just keep raising awareness to the best of our abilities but get out there on a big scale do things that get you noticed yeah make like 
call the BBC up and ask for an interview. I don't know. Just do stuff. Yeah. That would help all of us. Yeah. yeah don't be afraid, man. <laughs> don't be afraid. <laughs> so, honestly, I've been, it's been my honour to have you on the show. It's been brilliant. Yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you. Yeah. Let's do it again. Definitely. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Schofield Stories. Without you, my incredible listeners, I couldn't do this show. So thank you. Your support means everything to me. Thank you to Zoom. Without them, I wouldn't have been able to record this episode. Thank you to Anchor FM. That's a brilliant app. Without Anchor, I wouldn't be able to release this episode. You can find us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Anchor FM, and many more platforms. Thank you and a shout out to Stammer for the ongoing support and work they do helping people with Stammer. They do some incredible work. Please check them out. And finally, if you want to hear more, my website is proudrecoveringstammer.wordpress.com. You can follow me on Twitter with at Callum And the official Instagram of the podcast is at the underscore Schofield underscore stories. I hope to speak to you again for the next episode of the Schofield Stories. Bye for now.